Welcome to By the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, payroll, tax, and bookkeeping. Now to your hosts, Lindsey Klein, president of Suckline Bookkeeping, and Jeffrey Gonzalez, president of Payroll Guru. Joining us, everyone, this is Lindsay Klein with Sakline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. And I'm your co-host, Jeffrey Gonzalez with Payroll Guru. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? You're feeling better? Because last time you were not, not so much. And I had to do this by myself, and I was very sad. Yeah. I know. How did it go? It went well, actually. Yeah. 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 Paulson was a good guest, so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I carried the show for us, Jeffrey. I, I was just gonna say I, I I feel bad because I made you carry the show for us all because I'm such a big part of it. <laughs> you are, Jeffrey. You're an important part of this show. I appreciate you, I and you were missed. You. Yeah, yeah, so I missed you too. It's been uh, was has hasn't been too long, but fortunately, I only missed one episode. So yes, so we're good. We're back on track, back everyone. On track. And we've got big news. Yeah. Jeffrey has come on board with Sakline. I have snatched this man up. <laughs> yep. Yep. You did. Yeah. Finally. Finally, a woman wanted to snatch me up. Um... <laughs> yeah. So I, but I've known for a long time that I want to do business with you pretty much forever. We've been doing business together really since we, we first have. met. But it's kind of like we've done our, we've had our separate things yeah. and, you know, wherever those should meet. But now it's like we're, we're together. We're together. in it. We're in it. Yeah. So, and you're, you're acting really as CEO now of Secline and letting me do what I love. <laughs> which is the sales and like going and talking to people and, you know. Yeah. And I think it's working well because you're covering the operational stuff. Which is what you don't like. Sales stuff. Yeah. I do not. I do not. I I can do it. Of course. I've, you know, obviously done it. Yeah. You're a great leader. But but when I want to just focus on what excites me, Mm. it's going to be on the sales side and, you know, growth and business development. And that's, I don't know if I've told you this. Because I have been in the sales, basically been in sales my whole life, really. I took a small hi- hiatus for, uh, you know, f- four or five years where I was in leadership and, and the customer service operations side of things. And, of course, I ran my own businesses before. But then I was in sales solely for probably the immediate five years before this. Um, and so I got to say, I'm really loving having the opportunity to work with the team and kind of dig into, you know, the operations of and a I'm company. So glad I, I really have been liking it. Like even when we talk about doing, you know, sales events and stuff, I'm like, you know, like I'm fine and I enjoy doing that. But I almost enjoy like meeting with the team on a regular basis and kind of diving in and problem solving. Like it's it's really scratching an itch that I didn't know I had for a while. So it's not yeah. Yeah, it has and been you're, nice. You're so good at it. I mean, oh, thank you. I will readily admit you are far superior to me in culture building and like encouraging the team. Like you're their biggest cheerleader. Well, thank you. And so I'm so glad 
you're doing that because yeah. I, I, I need to work on that better. Like my method is very much to the point, like here, we've got a problem. Let's solve the problem. Right. I need, I have to consciously think I need to add fluff to this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you gotta be fluffy. <laughs> fluffy, Lindsay. Be fluffy. <laughs> I'm going to get you a t-shirt now that says be fluffy. Reminds uh, me of despicable me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only adult that knows that, by the I way. I love yeah. that clip. It's one of the best movie clips of all time. So you've seen my dog before, right? I, I my have. big, fluffy dog. Yeah, and I don't like fluffy in real life. I like fluffy in theory. Me too. But I love fluffy. No. Everywhere. I'm out. I, I don't know if you know this, but we caught we were talking on the phone right when I pulled up in the parking lot, yeah. and I said I'm coming in, and then about five minutes later I actually came in. It's because I'm lint rolling myself <laughs> everywhere, like on my head and down my back and all that anyway. But all of that to say is that I have actually a big, fluffy, white husky for uh -huh. people who don't know. My uh, daughter loves And your, your dog. daughter loves my dog. But what I love is when I take her in public, I will have young children will legit run up to me and hug her and say, she's so fluffy, I'm going to die. <laughs> they quote the movie all the time. And I mean, I hear it on a regular basis. Little kids will say that about my dog. And it's the, my favorite thing ever. Aww. So that's why I know the quote so well, because they say it all the time. And she is fluffy, so it works. <laughs> yes, she is. I see it in your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have fluff everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I refuse <laughs> to get into Jeffrey's car. Yeah, yeah. In we fact, my car everywhere. We do. Well, your car is nicer than mine, too. But when I do eventually get another car, she's not allowed within 100 feet of the thing. Seriously. You'll have to keep this. Oh, I will. Just as oh, we are. Okay. Yes. It is the Furmobile, and it will remain the Furmobile. I don't even think that I could get all of the hair out of it if I wanted to at this point. I don't think you could. Let's be honest. Like, it is ruined. So, for those of you contemplating a husky, don't do it. It's not worth it. You think it's going to be cute? It's not. It's not. I love my dog more than anything, but it's not worth it. Anyway. Um, all of that to say, fluff in in leadership style. Yes, yeah, but in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Not not one of those blow your smoke up your yeah, kind of, of ways. Yeah. The, the good yeah. fluff. The it, fluff that makes people feel good about them. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I I take pride in that, so yeah. I, I appreciate that. No. And I think it's going well. I think we we complement each other very well. So I'm excited to see where we go. Yeah. We're already going places. And I'm really excited to talk about that. Today. We're finally going to get to the point of this episode because. <laughs> Some really awesome things have come up recently. Um, let, let's talk about let, let's talk about our friend here that you knew before. Well, yeah, I so even got involved. We meet with CPAs. Well, me more than you now, but we meet with CPAs constantly. Yeah. I mean, this is the main people we target, if you will, in networking because it's such a great synergy relationship. Yeah, they like to focus on tax and consulting usually mm -hmm. and not so much on bookkeeping we only do bookkeeping yeah we stay in our lane we don't do anything related to income taxes so it's a great synergy relationship because we need people in our network that are great tax people that we can refer because our clients ask us constantly for referrals for that so we need great people in our network to send to to send them to, and then they need people to send bookkeeping business to. So it works great. So pretty much most of my week, it's talking to CPAs. 
and I've talked to a lot. And I kept hearing the same pain points over and over and over in different ways, you know, and different ones highlighted with different people. But overall, pretty much the same four to five issues kept coming up. What are they? What are these issues? So, well, let's talk about this one CPA you brought up. Yeah. Like in particular, because she pretty much had all of them. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess where we really got motivated to problem solve this in a tangible way, like how can we actually package this up and say, here is the solution to all these pain points was because this CPA told us, I have almost a million or I had almost a million dollars in bookkeeping revenue that's now been cut in half of what it used to be just simply because we have not been offering the services that we should, the quality that we should for what we're charging. And of course, my ears perked up when she just kind of slid in there in the middle of our conversation. Maybe I should just give it all to you. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I think this is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I will take care of this. Yeah, you. Yeah. But then her problem is that's almost a half a million dollars in revenue lost that I would be handing to someone else. So obviously this was not an easy to- choice for her to make to just say, here, just just take it and get it out of my hair. Exactly. But if she kept it, this is what she was groveling with. If I keep it, I've still got this problem where our bookkeeping department is in disarray. Uh-huh. I've I've hired these people. I pay them a lot. She told us what she's paying. Yeah, there's a lot. These yeah. people in this department. She how we pay. pays well. I told her I said, <laughs> To go work for you. Well, well, well. I'm in the wrong business here. <laughs> or not the wrong business, but yeah. I need to come work for you and do yeah. what I'm doing. But so she's paying them well, but they're not putting out the work that they yeah. should be. And she's frustrated because she's more focused on the consulting aspect. That's what she loves to do is meet with her clients and strategize and consult and help them get to net where they need to be business wise and tax wise. She does not want to be bogged down by bookkeeping issues. That's why she pays her people so she doesn't have to deal with it. But here now, half of her revenue has gone out the door because it hasn't been well managed. And she doesn't really know what is what is the solution here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she, she re- acknowledges that it needs some good oversight, some good processes, some good systems. But she doesn't want to be the one to do it. Yeah. So this is the problem she's presenting to us. Yep. I I am tempted just to hand it over to you to let you handle it, but I also want to keep my revenue. You know, she was also concerned about her employees. Yeah. Because even though she acknowledges, you know, maybe they're not doing everything they're supposed to be doing, but I still love them. She She's very passionate about taking care of her employees. Yes. And so that was another thing is, you know, I don't want to just put them out on the street because I gave all the business to you. Mm-hmm. So that was another concern. But also I want to make sure we're giving good, service to her clients like she she felt very strongly she wanted her brand her name to stand for quality yes and she acknowledged okay this department is not putting out the work the standard that i should be maintaining across the board so this is essentially the pain point so meeting number two both of us went to and we went in person this time Mm -hmm. and i remember sitting across from her and i highlighted all her pain points you wrote i I wrote them down And I said, if we were able to come up with solutions to solve all these pain points for you, 
would you want to work with us? She said, absolutely. Yeah. I said, all right, we're, we're going to go to the drawing board and we're going to figure this out for you. Yep. And I remember we went straight to Starbucks after that. Right across the street. Yeah. And I had like a piece of notebook paper or something in my purse. Yep. And I just started scribbling stuff. Yeah. I'm like, okay, how do we fix this problem? And I've heard these pain points over and over and over. And I, you know, and I, to a degree, I'm solving these pain points for CPAs, but it's usually just a straight referral relationship, exactly. right? Just yeah. send us, you know, your business and we'll take care of it. You know, send us your clients or your prospective clients. We'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. Like we got you. Yeah. And we'll put out the quality work, but they're losing the revenue in that case. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So now that here we have a, a potential for half a million dollars of revenue on the table, I'm like, Jeffrey, we got to solve this. We got to figure out how to solve this problem, right? So let's talk about that. Do you want to present the different options that yeah. you came up with and presented to the CPA? Because yeah. basically we have, what, five different options? We have five different now? levels of options. Um, so the first level is is pretty much what we've always had, a straight referral. We get the referral from the CPA or the tax preparer, and that's it. Hands off for them. We take care of it. They get the reports and financials. They need to do taxes, and they don't got to worry about it anymore. So that's and one I will of say, even in that scenario, we collaborate with the tax preparer always. Oh, it's I mean, yeah. even if we don't know the tax preparer and we didn't get the referral from the tax preparer, we're still collaborating. Yeah. We're still sending them the monthly reports. We're still making sure they have access to QuickBooks. We're still making sure that they're in the loop. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we just try to make it the easiest part of, you know, they don't they shouldn't have to worry about the books. If there's a bookkeeper, they shouldn't have to worry about right. the books. Not exactly. the point. So uh, we pride ourselves on that. But if they if they don't want to just do a straight referral, we have a couple of other options that we've kind of set up. So the next option from there would be a white label situation. So from there, they bring on the client. They keep the client as their client. And we go in and we do the work on the back end. Client doesn't even necessarily know that we're involved, but we are their bookkeeping department right. under their name. So from the client standpoint, nothing changes. Nothing changes. They're still getting their bill from XYZ CPA firm, and they don't even know that somebody that's not part of XYZ CPA firm is doing the work on the back end. Yeah. Now, obviously, as we've experienced now having done this, logistically, we've got to maneuver through some It is the most difficult one. Because we have to figure out how do we merge, you know, we have a set of systems and softwares, you have a set of systems and softwares, how do we merge this together and figure out, okay, how is the communication with the client going to go? Uh. Are we doing that under your CPA? You know, if we send an email, are we doing it under your CPA email mm -hmm. and if so how do we get access to that email you know so there's logistical things we have to work out in that scenario and sometimes they use a software in-house right they they have a uh, document collecting maybe they have a client communication software so that is in my opinion probably the most difficult one is because there's so many variables that we kind of got to work through but um but it really works well for them if their biggest concern is not losing revenue is that they don't Right. I mean, they're definitely not making as much as they would if they had an in-house bookkeeper that they had to manage. Right. But because we are an outsourced solution. Yeah. And hey. and we are most concerned about quality, accuracy. So we have multiple levels of review uh -huh. in our process. So we are never going to be the cheapest. Yeah. Nor do we need to be. But yeah. they can charge to their client whatever they need to charge to still make their margins. Yeah. On top of what we're charging. Exactly. So they can keep the revenue yeah. that they need 
while not having to worry about staffing and capacity issues and whatever else they may be groveling with on the back end. But the yeah. problem this didn't solve for that CPA was, I want to keep my employees. Yeah, exactly. So if they say, okay, well, I still want to maintain my employees, but I still need somebody to kind of make sure that everything, the quality is being turned out that needs to, then we have a solution for that. We'll just do the review process. So all of our clients get multiple reviews, like you said, and they get reviews. Let's explain that a little bit. Yeah. So every... with us, they don't just get a bookkeeper. Exactly. They're getting a whole team. They get a whole team. So they get the accountant who is assigned to their team and they manage their, their account and does the majority of the work and they're most familiar with their account. There's an admin person who kind of moves documents and makes sure that everything's in, in line where it needs to be. There's always something that can be done from an administrative side. Um, then from there, there is a reviewer. So the reviewer goes in every month, completely separate from the accountant, and does a complete checklist of a review and basically double checks everything to make sure it all balances out before any reports get sent out. Because to the we balance out every balance sheet item to source documents. Yeah. This sets us apart. Yeah, and uh, exactly. And if that's not done, then we we start over. We we'll, we get it done and, and we don't we figure it out. We don't, we don't stamp it until it's done. Yeah, yeah exactly. So then what we will do for that review support is you keep your employees, your employees do the accounting work, we just do the reviews. We go in, we go through all of everything, we make sure everything balances the way it should be and that there's source documents and everything that there should be. We ensure that the clients get the quality, the, the highest quality bookkeeping service that they can, but your firm continues to do the majority of the accounting work. Right. Yeah. And then the other problem that she was concerned with is okay yes i'm keeping my employees but they don't really seem to know what they're doing mm -hmm. so then we had another option available yeah so which is basically our highest tier option which is is probably the most exciting to me anyway uh where we will come in we, we have systems and processes we have workflows for everything I mean, there is nothing that doesn't have a workflow. And if there is something that doesn't, we're making a workflow for it. Okay. I have a workflow to make workflows at this point. <laughs> so that being said, we, we're very systemized. Nothing gets missed as yeah. much as possible, right? I'm, I'm a little, uh, <laughs> I was going to say anal. Can I say anal on this? Yeah, if you can't, if you can't. Well, OCD when it comes to having checklists and processes. Which, you know what, anal is exactly the word I'd want to use to describe my bookkeeper. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? If you're going to have somebody be that pedantic, I want it to be my bookkeeper. Yeah. So there we go. Anyway, so we have this beautiful workflow process that we go through. So what we'll do is we can come in, we can train your team on our, I mean, we, and we'll start from the beginning, right? Uh, this, this is, is a football, football, right? We talk about that all the time, yeah. that famous Vin coach. Or yeah. Vince Lombardi, right? Is that and, and, and a famous speech about this is the football. So we start with basics, right? This is what needs to be done all the way through the decline process and then all the way through executing and getting the clients onboarded. And that's not just how we do client work, right? It's also how we manage all of it, how we communicate with clients. Our clients on a weekly basis, they get work on. They, Last work. the team member I think we forgot to mention is our client relationship person. Oh yeah, our client relationship That's person. another person on yeah, our team. On every single team. And so they get communicated with on a regular basis. We we basically, may, uh, some clients don't want to meet on a regular basis. So we're like, okay, at least once a quarter, like you need to meet with us. They get a weekly email mm -hmm. that goes through everything that we did, tells them everything that we need and any questions that we have. 
Um, and then uh, again, they get another email every month that goes through the month summary and gives them all of that. Plus, they get a video recap. Our, our client relationship specialist sends a video every month going through some financial information for them. And then if there's anything in particular that they're trying to keep an eye on, we'll address that as well, depending on what them and their tax preparer are working on. So we, we teach them all of that from start to finish. And then we'll manage the review processes. I would say for at least a little bit of time to make sure that the quality is there. Um, we would love it to be long-term, though, right. uh, where we're but doing all of the reviews. The idea being that this full-blown, what we call this white-glove service, yeah. is we're coming in to train your team to set up your workflows, to set up the processes, to get your department running like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And then from there reviewing on the back end yeah. for work going forward to ensure that it's actually being accomplished. So essentially managing the department for you. Yeah. And we're there for the support and the, you know, whatever questions are needed. So they're not going to the CPA all the time with those questions or issues, but we're the ones putting out those fires. Yeah, exactly. So that's a complete white label bookkeeping department management solution basically and that basically for her was solving the problem of you get to keep your revenue mm -hmm. you get to keep your employees yep and you get to keep the quality mm -hmm. and those were the three big pain points that yeah. she couldn't figure out how to solve yeah yeah and so so now we're doing the now thing. we're doing that <laughs> <laughs> Because basically, once we were able to solve the pain points, yeah, she was right. And it was like a light bulb went off, right? When we presented this to her, it was like, this is, you handled everything that I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. It is exciting. We're pretty excited about it. Yeah. It's very exciting, obviously. I mean, that was the goal, right? Figure out how we can solve these pain points and it's a win-win. Yeah, exactly. They grow, they grow. And now she's like, shoot, I can grow this so much bigger. I yeah. don't want to grow my bookkeeping department before. I was trying to hide it. And she's actively <laughs> telling, turning away business, right? right? I, I don't have the capacity. I Yeah. Um, and now we're going, because we meet on a regular basis still, obviously. Um, and now as we're going through this, there's always these comments of like, oh, I need to reach out to so-and-so because they wanted us to do their books. And I told them no. Um, and so now they get to revisit that conversation. So it, it really is also boosting her brand yeah. and her confidence. Yeah. Now she can go into a client meeting without any concern. Right. She knows exactly what's going on. She gets a summary of what's going on on every account. We, yeah, we're over-communicating. We communicate. If a client says something or if we see something that happened on the books that we think the tax preparer should know, they do know. Um, so she gets to go into all of those meetings with the utmost confidence. So it's pretty exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad now that we have that we came up with these solutions to now present to CPAs on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And I would say the feedback we've gotten so far has been very positive. Um, because this is, as yeah. I've said, something I've heard over and over and over, I just, I guess, never until a half million dollars of revenue was presented to me <laughs> did I ever think, I need to really figure out something that solves all these problems. We need to solve this today. <laughs> and 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 to your point, so we, we, we made some basic postcards. I made basic postcards yeah. that kind of described all of this really, like, quickly, too. Yeah. So it's not the best one. But we took it with us to a conference that we went to and handed out a, a few. And the response we got just from the idea was yeah. astronomical. Yeah, right? People awesome. were, hey, this is a great idea. Let's connect. So yeah. this is going to go pretty far. And uh, and we're really excited about it. And it's really solving 
it, it, the reason why it works so well is because it's really solving their biggest problems, at least from this area, from their bookkeeping right. side of their business. It's really solving that problem for them. Now, I will say we're not going to fit in everybody's mm-hmm. wheelhouse, even for CPAs, because I call us the In-N-Out Burger of mm-hmm. bookkeeping services, right? In-N-Out Burger, they have, what, four or five things on their menu? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to go there to get a chicken sandwich. No. They do not have chicken. Nope. You know, this is this is not the Cheesecake Factory where you have a book of a menu, right? <laughs> um, we are definitely the In-N-Out Burger. Mm-hmm. We know what we are. We know the d- demographic we serve. We only do after-the-fact bookkeeping, for example. Yeah. So we're not billing clients. We're not paying bills. We're not even processing payroll. Yeah. We'll book the payroll. Uh-huh. We'll book all the bills after they've run through the bank. Yeah. But we're not doing any live bookkeeping. So that would be an example of where we're staying in our lane. Mm-hmm. And so I spoke to a CPA firm the other day. Um, another area where we're in an outburger is we're only remote. And this CPA firm that I met with, they're actually going wow. to the client's office. That's true. And yeah. they're providing in-person services. Mm-hmm. And they're processing the payroll and paying the bills. Like they're like a full-blown everything to their client in terms of bookkeeping live and after the fact and in person yeah we're not going to be a good fit for that scenario because we only offer remote we're all over the united states so you know it's just not logistically feasible yeah um we're only remote and we're only after the fact so those are two things that could preclude a cpa firm if they really want to do those in-person full white glove live bookkeeping services we wouldn't be a good fit we would not be a good fit however if they want help converting from that to an after the fact remote situation uh, because there's a lot that are in that situation that have those clients that they know they don't have to go in person i hear that too we'll help you get that conversion done yeah so that so that it can be handled remotely um you know so it's it's uh, we we help as much as we can yeah. Well, and then the other scenario is some of these CPAs I've I've realized do not know their own value. Yes. I didn't know how to put that. So you said that very eloquently. Yeah. And so if a CPA is not charging what they're worth, in some cases, we actually are charging more than what the CPA is charging. Blows my mind. It does. Blows my um, mind. So if they're undervaluing themselves, then when we walk in the door... It, for a retail client that comes to us directly, we're charging $95 an hour. Well, if the CPA is charging 50 yeah, yeah, we're not going to be a good fit in this scenario because you're going to be actually losing money unless yeah. you significantly raise your prices. Yeah. So this is obviously a situation where we wouldn't be a good fit yeah. unless you're willing to increase and actually sh- charge what you're worth, I would say. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. So that's that's all, another scenario where we may not be a good fit for a CPA firm. But if they're willing to charge with their worth, be a remote situation, and do after the fact, we got a lot of solutions. We do. We have a lot of solutions for them. That it's exciting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because the ones that, that we are a good fit for, they're excited about this. Yeah. They're excited about the possibilities of, hey, I can get this off my plate. It's going to free up so much time not having to manage this. I've been offered so many jobs, Jeffrey. I, 
to run. I heard it happen the other day. I get <laughs> I get offered jobs regularly when I talk to these CPAs that ask me if I can just come run their accounting or bookkeeping. I've even been offered equity positions in the firm to if do. I would come partner with them yeah. and run their accounting bookkeeping department. So this is how much of an issue it is because they acknowledge this is an area where we need some good oversight. Yeah. But they usually are not the ones that want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. You're 100% right. And and it's a lot of times that's just not. And for most CPAs, I would say, especially for CPA specifically, it's not usually worth their time. If they're valuing right. themselves the way they should. Um, you know, I'm constantly telling people that a good CPA is charging anywhere between $350, $500 an hour, yeah. maybe more. I met with my CPA the other day, and it was $450 for an hour meeting. This is what I'm saying. So She knows um, her worth. She knows her worth. <laughs> and so, but, however, even if they were to charge $150 an hour for bookkeeping, $200 an hour for bookkeeping, it's still not worth as much as their time is worth. Right. So a lot of times, it's right. just about, it's just not worth their time necessarily. Right. And I will say that what that CPA said in that hour-long meeting saved us thousands of dollars. We talked about that, huh? Yeah. Because there was strategy in there about here is how to set things up so that you can save thousands of dollars on your tax. Oh, she paid for herself. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. A good CPA will pay for themselves. $150 meeting to save thousands on taxes. Yeah. Just by making a few adjustments to the way we're doing things. Yeah. That's exactly where most CPAs want to be. They want to be in the room saving their clients money. They don't want to be bogged down answering questions about where to code office supplies. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. But it's a a necessary evil, right? They can't leave their job unless they have a good set of books. So, uh, you know, I see why they might get into the weeds, but um, this is a good way to kind of get themselves out of it. We offer them the helicopter out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. So more to come on this, but Absolutely. we'll continue expanding. We have a lot of interest in this situation specifically. So And this CPA that we've been talking about, this has been the first white label type yeah. situation. We've offered this before. Where well, what I'm saying that you've run, that you've been like as your new role in this operational role and she loves you. Like <laughs> she was asking me, Where did you find Jeffrey? She adores you. Yeah. So I think it's going well so far. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. And it is, you know, it's it's really the team. I mean, we you've built an amazing team of people. Um, so it's really just about finding, you know, getting everybody on the same page. And um, honestly, they're, they're killing it. We should so. talk about that, too. How do we get such a great team? It's because we're offering... Yeah, a remote, fully remote position that they can work from home. A very flexible schedule. A very flexible. It's not a hundred percent, but it's very yeah. fluid. They, they do have to yeah. be available sometimes during business hours, but for the most part, if they want to work in their pajamas at two a.m., do it. Go for it. Do it. Yeah. And and we don't need to know when they're picking up kids or going to the doctor. Or what I like at first, my employees are trying. To, I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Go and live your life. Put in your time and make sure your clients are happy. Right. Like yeah. Right. Take that's care our, of your yeah. clients and work good. Yeah. <laughs> Go and live your life. And so that is a huge draw. Yeah. Right. So that alone. Um, but then not only that, we offer great benefits. Absolutely. Uh, um, it, health benefits. That's something we should mention, too. Our employees, once they get past that initial working interview, mm-hmm. like the, an initial phase, they're 1099. Yeah. And we're checking them out to see, OK, do we like them? Are they going to be a good fit? Once we decide they're a good fit, 
and we want them in the long term, they are W-2 employees and everyone is here in the U.S. We're not outsourcing out somewhere. Yeah. But the reason we've been able to attract some great talent and some experienced people that care about their job, care about their clients is because they're getting a W-2 job with benefits that's fully flexible and fully remote. And vacation time, holiday time. I mean, they, I mean, it's it's better than any benefits I've gotten, and I've worked for some good company. Yeah, yeah, we have CPAs applying <laughs> to these roles, yeah. so it's good. Yeah, and they pay well. And because my vision was, I want to be the employer that I never had. Yeah, and that primarily for me translates to obviously I've mentioned I need to work on the fluff. So when I say the employer <laughs> that I always wish I had, I just leave me alone is yeah. what I mean. Give yeah. me the freedom to live my life. Yeah. To me, that was the employer I always wanted and never had. Yeah. Just let me do whatever the heck I want and I'll work for you and I'll go to bat for you and I'll work hard for you, but leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why we work together so well because we have that same foundational belief and that value yeah. of put your employees up there like they're yeah. first like yeah. take care of your people and they'll yeah. take care of you yeah. um and so we, right now we're seeing people you know in the country people are getting laid off benefits are yeah. getting cut and we're like no not happening we yeah. we need our people to be happy so that they can take care of our clients Absolutely. yeah you know no i do not leave my employees alone when it comes to quality of our work obviously yeah. that I have a high standard with. I've been checked three times, so yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my team will tell you I'm very uh, OCD when it comes to the naming conventions of our files. That is my favorite <laughs> argument, Evan. I love that conversation. And I tell new people as I'm helping onboarding them, I'm like, just so you know, this may seem unimportant. This yeah. is one of the most important Absolutely. things you will do. <laughs> if I open a file folder of client <laughs> documents and it doesn't look beautifully in line yeah because all of our naming conventions should start exactly the same yeah. way the date in a specific format yeah the client code yeah. and then we have a very specific like uh order of operations from there of how it should be named and if it doesn't look that way i'm like and we gotta start over we gotta have a conversation here our we're going to rename yeah. these documents. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing today. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's that balance. We definitely give them the freedom to run their book of business at, during the times that they need, but um, definitely it ultimately falls on us. We do not yeah. compromise on the quality. That is something that I'm, I'm very passionate about. Yeah. Um, so that, But I think the reason why we've been able to attract this great talent is because we've been giving them the freedom and the flexibility to have the work-life balance that they've probably always wanted to have. Mm -hmm. And that's always been important to me. Yeah. You know, and I more or less want them to feel like they are kind of the king of their own domain, that they yeah. can set their schedule and live their life and pick up their kids and do what they need to do and it not feel like work is running them, you know? Yeah. So, and we have a rigorous hiring process. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention they have to really want the job. Yeah. So you mentioned that they have a um, a working interview process. But before that even happens, there's uh, several assessments they have to do. So there's an assessment to f submit the job application. There's a basic, there's a couple of basic assessments there just to make sure that they actually have worked in accounting before. Yes. Um, and then they have to record a video of themselves answering a question. Yeah. So that's the first round of the interview really is that video. 
And then once they've gone through that process, then there's a much deeper, intense um, assessment. assessment that we send them a link to. I want to talk about that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I got this from a CPA who told me she did this. Oh, really? And as soon as she told me, I said, will you please send this to me? I need this. Yeah. She, she was nice enough to do it. Um, it is an Excel file mm-hmm. of raw data. Yeah. Just straight up raw data that's not even formatted exactly. or anything. It is ugly. ugly. Yeah. They have to figure out as part of this assessment how to set up a QuickBooks online account, how to import that raw data into QuickBooks, how to code it, how to reconcile the bank accounts, how to create the financial statements, and then they send it to us as if we are the client raising any questions or concerns about those books and there are some planted questions and concerns that we hope they get yeah, right and and we we also want to make sure they're communicating with the client well because we're the right. client so right. how they present this wh- how, what reports do they include in there if any like these are all little things that yeah. we want to see if they're going to have that forethought absolutely so and it takes time like this is not yeah. a very quick so and we've warned people when they i mean before they apply yeah they're, they're told here's the whole process yep. from start to finish Here's how long we anticipate it will take you. But here's the benefits of doing it. And and we have no shortage of applicants. Like, we get yeah, a lot of we get a lot of applicants that are willing. And I be I yeah. think it's because of what we're offering it's that they're willing because there's so many steps. Yeah. And that all of that's before they even get to an interview. Yeah. Oh yeah. They don't even talk to us. And I mean, that's how it's done. Yeah. That's our gate basically yeah. of okay. If they get through all of that now, if they get through that final assessment that I just talked about, which usually takes an hour to two hours long. They're going to get an interview. They will get an interview. Because I'm like, if they went through all that, yes. even if it didn't look so good at that point, I'll at least talk, talk to, them. to them. Because we do have room in the company for people who are not like a very experienced accountants, but we can still have them help with some easy things and then give them the training. Like, again, we want to invest in our people yeah, just as much as they'll invest in us. So if they want to learn it, we'll teach them. Yeah. We'll show them. Yeah. Um, but if they have the right attitude. So then usually after that assessment, they'll meet with me. And I'll do the culture fit interview yeah, because that's top importance for me. So if I don't think they're going to jive well with the company or have the right attitude, then it's yeah. not going to work out. But then after they've gone through all of that, which is a fun interview, by the way, I'm not mean. Um, we are fun <laughs> people, Jeffrey. We're fun people. And once they've gone through all that, then they'll meet with me and you at the end where you'll dig into their accounting knowledge and assess yeah. their abilities. The more technical stuff. Yes, deep technical stuff. And then... <laughs> On only then do they get to the working interview. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a process. Yeah. You know what I love, though, is a lot of our applicants actually, because we've hired a few people since I've started. um, The one the some of our best performing newer employees were ones who came to us and said, I actually like this because. It was, you know, it was a rigorous process. Leave somebody hustled. They said it. Yeah, wow. Heard it. Yeah, where they they said that they kind of enjoyed it and they knew how serious we are based on how much we put them through. Because a lot of people just post it, and then they'll never respond to their applicants or whatever, and it, they end up just wasting a bunch of time. But it made them confident in how intense or how dedicated we are to our process. Do you think that was just a BS interview thing? I, I don't I think, think so. Actually... Even if that was true, they are one of our top performing. Okay producers right now so even if it was okay (laughs) all right if someone said that to me in an area maybe i was there and i just yeah you were there really wow 
memory is just not good. Well, anyway, but I've heard it a few times, more than just once, by the way. I've heard other people say this, so I think they do appreciate it more than you know. I'd find me sitting there going, I feel like you're just BSing it right now. <laughs> hey, you I don't know think what? anyone actually likes going through this. Yeah, you know what? Some people do. Right now, we're getting ready to do a train. So I was cracking up. You know, I've never really worked with a bunch of accountants full time. Um, and we're talking about a training that we want to put everybody through um, on some accounting platform and teaching them all of these things. And everybody's super excited to learn how to do these reconciliations. <laughs> and I find it hilarious. Like, the they're, they are the excited, tax. though, about the it. The yeah, the book to tax reconciliation. Yeah. But they're excited. They're like, I can't wait to learn this. And I'm like, <laughs> if this is what gets you guys going, I can teach you all, get yeah. people to teach you all yeah. kinds of stuff. Well, and this is one thing I'm really passionate about, too, is investing in our people and making sure that they're, you know, where they want to be career-wise and in their yeah. training. Okay. And also making sure that our people are very highly experienced. And yeah. this is something the book to tax reconciliation um, you know, essentially they'd have to know how to read a tax return in order to do it. And that's why not just any bookkeeper off the street knows how to do this. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of our team is not experienced enough to be able to read a tax return with that level of uh, experience yeah. to be able to, to submit that. So we have a team member that used to work for a CPA firm. She's awesome okay. she's gonna train the rest of the team and here's what to do with all these different kinds of returns we have most yeah. of them are 11 20 s we've got some 1065 sometimes schedule c so she's gonna go through each one here's how to read the tax return here's what you're looking at we're gonna compare it because we do this on an annual basis when the yeah. tax return's done we're comparing it to the books to make sure it ties and there's almost never does it almost never does, <laughs> right? And and that's not that anything was wrong. It's just yeah. we need to understand what did the taxpayer do. And sometimes, sometimes it's simply because the business owner, for strategic reasons, doesn't want to claim everything mm -hmm. because they want to show more profit on their tax return. Yeah. So sometimes it's a completely valid reason as to why not everything is on the tax return. Sometimes it's a, 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 a governmental regulation that they can't like mm -hmm. for example meals oftentimes are only they're only able to deduct up to 50 percent so only half of the value will be on the tax return but the entire amount will be on the books so sometimes there's completely legitimate reasons why it doesn't tie but we need to be able to explain it and that's what we're doing essentially is anytime it doesn't tie comparing the two we have a note explaining why it doesn't tie yeah but we have caught errors yeah yeah, well, and that's just one of the ways we partner with our tax preparers, again. I mean, because a lot of tax preparers, some, not, I don't want to say a lot, some do book to tax reconciliations at the end of every year. Most would like that, even if they don't yeah. have time. So yeah. that's where we can step in and offer yep. that as an additional value to them. Yeah, one error I, I know for sure we've caught before is where the financials were done with accrual basis oh, no and the the tax was submitted as a cash basis but it was using the numbers from an accrual report got it and so they ended up overpaying quite significantly because the accrual numbers were about a hundred thousand dollars more in profit than their cash numbers so the amendment actually helped them significantly to get some refunded money but that was a big big 
error that was just a simple clerical error of not pushing tax report instead of an accrual report. So sometimes we can catch things that are legitimately erroneous. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So this is one of the ways that we add value at Spline. And soon our whole team will know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, and and, and to my point, they're, they're excited about it. Um, so, which I find interesting. That's accountants for you. But that's accountants. Uh, I mean, accountants are a different breed. I feel like I'm a unicorn because even though I have my accounting degree, I really gravitate towards more sales and talking to people. And that is highly unusual for someone that... I would agree. But I think it's because I wasn't really truly an accountant. Yeah. You know, like I went through it. I know how to do it. I'm good at it. But I, it's not my passion. Yeah. It's not where I want to be all day. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd much rather be talking yeah. to CPAs yeah. about their struggles. Right. And, and yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So, but I feel grateful that I, I kind of a little bit diverse in that way that, that I understand it. And because we pull you in for problems. Sometimes you're like, hey, Lindsay, like, check this out. <laughs> what do you think we should do? Um, so it's not that you completely escape it, but it's just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll get my CPA one day. And I, Texas actually just changed the requirement. Yeah, I'm pushing for that. I don't know if you've heard of this. Well, you probably did because I think I sent you the Wall Street Journal article that was talking about how there is such a need for accountants. There are people, not only are all the baby boomers starting to retire, but now a lot of people are leaving the accounting field. Uh-huh. And so there is a huge shortage yeah. already, even before all the baby boomers have retired, mm-hmm. huge shortage of accountants. So, you know, I feel like this is it's just a more opportunity for us because yeah. we're going to continue attracting yeah. and hopefully building into the accounting people and not want, they're not going to want to leave. That's our goal. Yeah. They're going to be happy in their jobs. They're going to love what they do. So we're going to continue attracting them. I, love I never want to turn business away because of capacity issue. So Nor will we ever. That's so we're going to stay ahead of that. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you have a shortage problem, come see us. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> absolutely. And, and please reach out to us. We love having quick conversations with people. See if maybe this would be a good fit or if one of our solutions uh, could be a good fit for for your business. Um, reach out to us. We can go through it um, and and see what, what seems to make the most sense for you and your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Please, if you're a CPA, CPA firm, and you'd like to talk about different ways we can help, please call us. Yeah. Please we email can... us, whatever. Go on our website, secline.com. We got you. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, this is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. And this is Jeffrey Gonzalez with Secline and also Payroll Guru. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. For accounting professional to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal or accounting matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney or accountant can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.